Berman Golf Podcast, where we're helping golfers over the age of 60 increase distance off the tee so that they can hit shorter irons into the green. Yeah, baby. You can visit us at BermanGolf.com for more information and get ready. This is going to be a fun one. And we're rolling the Long Balls Golf Podcast. Dr. Jake Berman here with Berman Golf. I got my co-host here. John Cermak. What is happening, my man? It's uh, British Open Week. Is it? Is it? It is. (laughs) So the Open is finally here. Last major of the season. Last time to watch Tiger play probably in 2022. So pretty big deal. Are we going to throw a party and like have a, a big watch party? Yeah, we should. Barbecue and everything. Yeah, yeah that, go American all the way for the Brits. The exactly. That's, <laughs> you know, remember the, the most important date of in history was 1776. Never forget. <laughs> America. <laughs> it's so funny, a Peruvian saying that. Of course. It's like, what was that? The, uh, what was that phrase? Nothing ever mattered before 1776. <laughs> it's a history started on that, you know, that year. <laughs> All right. So getting back to business here, we've talked about a lot. We've talked about the four pillars of golf that we, or the four pillars that we think contribute to a good golf game, the mental pillar, the physical pillar, the strategic pillar, and the technical pillar. And today we are going to we're going to dive in deep into our area of expertise, which is the the physical pillar. Right. So now we're, we we understand from the last few podcasts like how everything works. Our audience is now aware of what makes a good um, a good golfer and what brings that golfer to an adequate performance level. So now we're going to dive deep into what we do, which is we really transform golfers from a weak state not only physically, but also in terms of mindset, and we bring them up and we bring them to as close as ideal as possible, you know, always respecting certain limitations such as age and so on. So in terms of the of the, of the physical, we, we got to talk about certain things that are key to a good golf swing, which are, for example, like we, we emphasize in our, in our videos, good posture, which is incredibly important, not only for your your body, but also your ability to rotate. And you know a lot about that, how you go from being a slouch to actually having a good posture. So if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I'll definitely talk about that. Before I get into that, though, I think it's really important to say this because I know there's some people listening to this podcast saying the physical pillar, well, I'm in great shape and the ball doesn't go anywhere. I am in all things considered amazing shape. Why is the ball not going anywhere? And this was the exact dilemma that I was in when I first started, where I will humbly say that I was in very good shape, could lift a lot of weight, was in very good shape, but the ball wasn't going anywhere. And the thing was, I was trying to muscle it with my muscles, the wrong muscles. I was trying to use my arms and just swing the crap out of the club and it wasn't going muscles. Yeah, the small muscles and it wasn't going anywhere. So first things first, if you don't have proper posture, you cannot physically activate the proper muscles. It's not physically possible. Remember, I got my doctorate degree in physical therapy, so I'm a biomechanics expert, so I can say those words. If you're not in the right posture, you cannot physically activate the right muscles. So it's crucial that you start off in the right posture at your address position, because if you don't start with the right muscles, aka in your address position, 
what are the chances you can end with the right muscles firing, aka impact? That's when it's important. If you're not using the right muscles at impact, the ball ain't going to go nowhere. You're also not going to be able to move in your axis. We talk about this thing about moving within your axis, which is actually rotating within your spine. If you don't have the right posture and you're, you're slouching over or you don't have the right ability to keep your body stable, you will not be able to create a powerful swing. One simple test that you can do to, try to test this real quick is get a hard surface chair, very similar to what you're sitting in right now, and sit up as tall as you possibly can with the best posture you possibly can without your back against the backrest. So you're sitting on the edge of the chair, both feet are flat on the ground, and just cross your arms across your chest up higher. So like grab your shoulders. There you go. Just like that. And now just slouch down just a little bit. There you go. And now try to rotate as far as you possibly can. I am locked in. You I feel can't. stuck. Yeah. Right. Okay. Now come back to neutral and get back into that really good tall posture and do the same thing. Try to rotate. Yeah, it's, you, I, it's completely different. It's triple the distance. I just increase my my range of motion two or three times. Yeah, that's that's huge, and it's the same exact thing that happens in the golf swing when you get up into your address position, and if you have just the slightest bit of slouch in your upper thoracic area, your upper back area, you're going to completely lock down your shoulder turn, and what is going to turn next? You know, where do you have to get the motion Lower from? Lower back. Yeah. And that's where you get injuries. Yeah. Yep. That's something that we see all the time also, like people using. So let, let's go back a little bit. So when you have, when you don't have the right posture and you're locking yourself in because you don't have a range of motion, the next thing we see is people using their, their hands, their arms, and introducing all these movements that are not necessary in the golf swing. We always talk about, you know, swinging with your big muscles and using your big muscles to create power and torque, which is something you always talk about, the ability to create power behind the ball. And the only way to do it is really using your big muscles. But if you don't have the right posture and right connection to the ground, you're never gonna be able to rotate and increase your range of motion to where you really need to be. And that's where golfers start getting desperate and start introducing a more handsy swing, more a swing more with the arms, and they start getting all these variables into the swing that creating consistencies. That's when we start seeing all the all the shanks, the 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 really fat and heavy shots, or sometimes even like the, the super thin shots over the green. It's because the more variables you choose to swing, meaning your joint, your hand is a variable, your your elbow is a, var a variable. The more you start variating your swing, the harder it's gonna be for you to get consistency. How do you how do you fix that by using your big muscles? Yep. So let me say exactly what Jan just said in uh, different words. And I'm gonna use myself as a prime example. One of the best things about us developing this Berman Golf and the Berman Method program is my golf game gets to improve. My shots get to improve. My distance gets to improve. We were playing around before we got on this podcast earlier. And a year ago, this, I guess last summer, we just started working together, right? Yeah. And I remember having contests with you and it was with a nine iron and you're smacking that thing 170 yards, you know, when you really tried to, yeah. you know. When you got close. Yeah, when you compressed it and you're hitting the nine iron 170 yards and I was lucky to get it 130 yards but today we got the seven irons out 
and we're both right at 200 yards when we're really trying to get after it. Yeah, that was that was that was pretty impressive. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I was surprised. I had to step it up because I felt the pressure. <laughs> he stepped it up and he got a hold of one and hit it 254 with a seven iron. I'm like, damn it, I got more work to do. I don't even know how I did that though. <laughs> that was incredible. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is because a year ago, I was really focused on. What is what are my hands doing? What's the club path doing? Is it falling in the slot? Am I coming from the inside out? What's happening up there? And now I don't even know. I have no idea what's going on with my hands. I have no idea what my club path is because 100% of my focus is placed on am I loading into the right leg and is my belt buckle and core making the swing happen? Those are the only things I'm worried about. I don't even know what my hands are doing. And it feels easy. It feels effortless. And the ball is flying. A year ago, I was hitting a seven iron 155 yards. Today, I'm doing it 200 yards hanging with you, or at least when you let me hang with you. And you know what the crazy part is? Now that I think about you, you're taking me down memory lane. Your swing, the technical side of your swing has improved because since you're not thinking about your hands, you're not moving your hands in a way you're not playing with your hands so the same way this we we're talking about centrical force in the last podcast since you're using your core to rotate your arms and your hands are always rotating the same path around your core so now your swing is consistent you're always using say your swing looks the same every shot and your, your shots are getting more consistent and you're getting more power but it's not just power it's consistent power which is completely different you know it's something not a lot of golfers get to experience exactly so i know that there's people listening to this right now saying yeah that's great jake you're in your 30s you're in great shape i'm not i'm in my 70s you might be in great shape but you're in your 70s it's different well it's really not we just had a guy in here yesterday his name was john big guy like he was he had to be every bit of six four i was concerned that he was going to hit the ceiling too with a seven iron but he never did and the first five swings that he took with his seven iron like this was day one this was our first time together the first five swings that he hit with his seven iron the max distance that he hit was 140 yards then we went through our little assessment there and i got his core firing and I had him load into his right foot. So squish the tomato under the right foot. We actually used that, that white ball to help him squish the tomato. Those were the only two things that we worked on. 30 minutes later, 156. Yeah. This guy is 74 years old. He gained 16 yards with his seven iron in 30 minutes on the first session. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to gain 16 yards every single session. What I'm saying is he's already got the muscles there. He just wasn't using them correctly. He was trying to uh, muscle it. And that was one of the things that we saw was before we did anything, he had this natural draw. But then when we changed it, or not when we changed it, when we got his core activated and started having him load into his right leg, he started having a pull draw like he like it was a strong draw and what happened was because he wasn't used to using the powerful muscles he was trying to force the ball 
Like he was getting hands. He, he was, was flicking it. Yeah, he was trying to uh, direct it or control yeah. it, whatever. But then when he started using his body, it was it exacerbated it. So then I said, okay, just aim. Don't don't change your stance, but just aim more right. And it it was beautiful. It turned into a nice draw, sixteen yards farther with a seven iron. A seventy four year old guy. So it's not just me, it's anybody just using the right muscles when you're supposed to use them. It's I think it's a mental switch also is very important because most of us are used to doing the, the same thing over and over again. We're not aware of the, you know it's like putting 10,000 hours of dedicated work to the wrong work to the wrong things. So you build the wrong stuff, right? When hold, our, on. hold that thought, that's practice makes permanent. Exactly. So it's got to be perfect practice because it's going to be yeah. permanent. Yeah. And and yeah, so once we started, it's crazy because once we started showing them, okay, you got to move this way. You got to feel this new sensation. It's like they, they go back. They're like, oh my God, I've been years doing the wrong thing. This has been years of me practicing and being lost and not being able to hit it like I want to. And now they look at with optimism and say, okay, what are the next years going to look like? How am I going to play golf the next few years? It's going to be amazing. And usually our clients get so excited because it's like they're rediscovering their golf. It's a new start to an old passion. So they're like restarting their passion with golf. Exactly. So this guy in particular retired early, retired at 50. So he's been golfing hardcore for 24 years. This guy is good. And so I'm talking to him on the phone and I said, what, what do you really want to get out of this? Like, You want more distance? Yeah, great. Sure, we can do that. But what is it that you really want to get out of it? And he goes, I want to take my buddy's money because every season, my buddies come down for season and we play every Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. And they play one thing and then they play skins. And it's a skins game. And there's a lot of money. There's 65 people in this group. So on any given day, 35 people are showing up. And he goes it adds up to a lot of money and I want to take it from them. And I said, hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Man, that's a, that's the easy part. Once, is... he, once he starts moving right, he's, he's going to be able to do whatever he wants. Man. It's like, I got a friend, uh, my friends in Peru, like I had a friend who always showed up to the skins game and he always played good. And we always mess with him. That's a, that's a college tuition money. That he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's had his little, the, the college tuition fund that he, he adds on every Saturday. He just puts some money back in. But yeah, no, I completely, I think that's a very realistic goal, a very attainable goal, taking your friend's money. Why not? And in the process, learning how to play better golf, you know, and enjoying yourself more. Yeah, it's funny because the, the longer I do this and the more people that I talk to, distance, gaining distance isn't the main reason why people want to gain distance. They want to gain distance because it's an ego thing. I want to outdrive my buddies. That's it. Nobody likes being the shortest driver on the in the foursome. Nobody likes watching the other three people drive 20, 30, 40, sometimes 50 yards farther than their ball to go hit their second shot. Nobody likes the trash talking that happens after that. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah. likes the trash talking, but it gets to a point to where the your buddies feel bad for you and they just quit. <laughs> like that's when yeah. it gets really bad. That's when you know you're not heading in the right direction. 
but that's what it's really about. It's about ego. Like my ego, let's stroke the ego a little bit. There's nothing better than walk or driving up there, walking up there and saying, Hey, where are you at, Bob? Oh, I drove past your ball. I I didn't see it because mine was way up here. Let's um, let's turn around. I'll go back and find your ball real quick. There's nothing better than that. <laughs> so the old public joke. Have you heard the public joke? No. When you go, when you're in the middle of it, you go, hey, do you, you hear they open a new Publix? And he goes, like, where between your ball and mine? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you were saying to me last summer, not this summer, though. Yeah, that's that's a good old the good old Publix joke. <laughs> cool so yeah so going back to it i think that um like you were saying one of the main things is is the ego drive is the emotional drive the emotional factor of hitting it longer and i think that the second thing that is also very important Jake, that not a lot of people take in consideration but it's the longevity factor which is once we have them swinging the right way using the big muscles i mean active they can play for longer that's a huge thing very huge thing because what's the number one reason why aging golfers stop golfing? Mainly pains and aches. Pain. Back pain. Specifically, back pain is the number one most common reason why golfers quit golfing as they age. The number two reason is distance. They just can't hit a respectable ball, so it's just not fun anymore. We're taking care of both of those things. We're getting rid of your pain because you're using the right muscles to swing the golf club and you're hitting it farther. So ideally, you can play as long as you want to play, not until your body gives out on you. So I'm really convinced that we're going to start seeing golfers that have gone through the Berman method that are going to be playing well into their late 80s and even 90s because they're using the right muscles and they're not limited by pain and they're still getting respectable distance. That's one of the things that keeps me going with this thing because I want to be able to see it in 10, 15, even 20 years from now. I want people coming up to me that are in their late 80s and early 90s saying, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Berman method. Like I've been using the Berman method for 20 years now and I'm still hanging with the boys. Like that's what I'm looking forward to. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it's going to happen. We just had to wait 20 years. <laughs> but it's going to happen. Cool. So let's do a, a immediately actionable tip because I like to do anything that we possibly can to give people immediately actionable tips. Um, there'll be a lot of repeats. We'll be repeating a lot of immediately actionable tips. And the reason why is because you need to be reminded more than you need to hear something new. It's not about giving you a hundred or 200 or a thousand new things. It's about picking one or two, maybe three things and repeating it over and over again and mastering it and getting better at it and then getting better after you master it and then master it again. Consistency. Consistency. So what do you think we should do today? Do you want to do the the one we were, we were talking about in the video earlier, the the squat, maybe the warm-up squat that is really important? Yeah, we could do that. Or do you have something else in mind? No, I think that's a good one because one of my PT slogans is 50 squats a day keeps Jake Berman away. There you go. <laughs> that's such a, a good one. <laughs> 50 squats? Hell no, I ain't doing 50 squats. Well, for full disclosure, I'm not talking about 50 squats at once throughout the day. So you can do five squats here, 10 squats there. It's really not that hard to get 50 squats in throughout a day. 
you do 50 squats a day, chances of you getting back pain dramatically diminish, like significantly. But anyways, one of the things that we were recording in a video earlier today is a lot of people, a lot of my aging golfers, golfers 60 plus, come to me and say, I want to hit the ball farther. I, I want it to go farther. Well, the number one way that we help aging golfers hit the ball farther is with utilizing more power. One of the easiest ways to see how much power you really have is can you do a full squat, ass to grass, without using your hands? Now, there's a lot of people listening to this that may have knee issues that won't allow them to get that low. However, how low can you go? How low can you get your ass towards the ground in a squatting position without folding your chest down? I call it a tabletop position. There's a lot of people that say they can do a real deep squat, but then when you look over at them, they're bent over so much you could literally eat dinner off of their back. That's not what I'm talking about. Keep your chest up, head up, chest up. And how low can you get your ass towards the ground? Like a full deep squat. And then can you get back up? Because <laughs> there's a lot of people that can get down there, but they can't get back up. It is one of the simplest tests that you could do to see, are you strong? Like, are you functionally strong? Like, can you functionally lower your body weight against gravity and then elevate it back up against gravity? Like, that's one of the easiest things to do. I think that's a very good one, especially in the warm-up area. A lot of people also constantly ask us, like, hey, how do we warm up efficiently or effectively? We'll do a couple of squats, get those muscles firing, see if you can actually do it, and then, you know, you'll be more stable when you're actually hitting the ball. Right. Cool. So I want to do a quick State of the Union, if you will. I think this is going to be coming out at the end of July, right? Yeah, we're recording this a couple of days early. So this will be coming out by, by August 1st. We're opening up our second location up in Bonita. It is within the TrueSpec facility. So TrueSpec is a custom golf club fitter. If you haven't heard of them, Google them. They are the best in the country. And we are subleasing some space from their facility up in Bonita. And we are taking pre-enrollment. If you guys want to um, participate in the golf performance program. We are doing one-on-one -on -one programs and we are doing group sessions. So if you want to participate in that, pre-enrollment is open now. Reach out to us. These programs will fill up fast because I'm just one guy. I don't have anybody helping me right now up in the Benita location and I can only see so many people. So if you're interested in that, reach out to us now and let me know and make sure that you're subscribed to our YouTube channel checking us out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of that stuff, BermanGolf.com. What else? Enough disclosures? Facebook, Instagram, our website, TikTok. And if you can, like, uh, download our, our... Free reports? Yeah, our free reports and also... The free reports on our website, yeah. BermanGolf.com. And if you really want an insight into what we do and you really want to potentially read our story about yourself, get the book. Get my book, The yeah. Berman Method, no, proven to help you outdrive your buddies, hit shorter irons in the green. And then when you, when you finish reading the book and you're like, Jesus, that's me, give us a call. 
We'll be right here to take your call and help you out. (laughs) That was awesome. Great talk. And we will keep the good content coming. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And until next time, see ya. Keep on keeping on. Thank you very much for tuning in this week. For more information, please go to bermangolf.com. That's B as in boy, E-R-M-A-N, bermangolf.com. And check out a ton of stuff that we have there. Or even better, go to our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, or even on TikTok. Check us out everywhere. We've got tons of content going out every week. And please give us a thumbs up. Comment on the videos. Let me know what your questions are. Try to shoot holes in this. I'll do whatever I can to help you out the best that I can. Thank you, guys.